Welcome to Bipolar Afterthoughts, and today, me and my guest are going to be discussing something that I deem to be very vital in the realm of mental health. Some people don't think it matters, some people think it doesn't belong in this category, and I disagree with that. So do uh, scientists, actually. And if this relates to you, I hope that you take something from it. I hope that you're able to use tools, use something in it to help you in your journey. And if you think this doesn't relate to you, well, maybe it does for someone you know, and it could help many people, or it could help very few. I'm not sure yet. I haven't recorded it, so I'm going to find out, and you're going to find out. Nevertheless, I think it will be a fun time, or at least an informative time. They can go hand in hand. They might not. You'll find out. I'll find out, as I said, and here we go. Hi, thank you uh, for joining me. Thank you for having me. So, with every guest, I like to ask, would you like to remain anonymous, or would you like to tell me your name? And if you do, only your first name, please. Uh, yeah, my name is Connery. You can call me Con. Okay, so Connery, like Sean Connery? Yep. Okay, but I guess I'll, I'll stick with Con. So, as we talked prior to this, I'm sure you know what we're going to be getting into a little bit yes uh, sexual orientation yeah just sexuality basically yeah. which is you know such a broad term nowadays and there's so much that goes into it when i really think it it's, it's much simpler than a lot of people make it out to be but at the same time it is really complex i, I mean in my opinion yeah there's just a lot of understanding that doesn't really go into it Yes, and the reason I wanted you on here for this one is because I think while you may not have quote-unquote suffered like a lot of people in the LGBT plus community, uh, you suffered in a unique way, and I would, we'll get into that, but I think your experience is a very important one to be, to be told. Um, you may disagree uh, but that kind of goes into the whole issue we have going on here, doesn't it? Yeah, but... <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start off right away with, you know, I'm wondering what sexual orientation um, have you come to identify as, as of right now, anyways? Right now, bisexual. You are bisexual? Yes. And so you're a cis... No, you're not cis, that's... No, that's born. That's <laughs> a male, yeah. Okay, so you are cis. Yeah. Um and you're bisexual um what age were you when you accepted that you were bisexual 23 and you are now 24 so so fairly fairly recent yep wow um so i guess going back in time a bit do you remember ever having like a same sex crush from the media that was more like rooted in their appearance maybe than their abilities? I mean, um, for instance, I remember uh, I had a huge crush on Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter hmm. um, around Prisoner of Azkaban, and I am also bisexual. So 
Uh, he was my earliest crush that I can at least recall of the same sex. The main one that I remember is Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember talking about him a bit quite a few years ago. That was, like, almost eight years ago now. Wow. Um, it, do you have a current celebrity crush of the same sex? Right now, I would say Jonathan Bailey from Fellow Travelers and Bridgerton, but I haven't seen that one. Jonathan Bailey is is hot. Is hot. Very. Very. Very much different from his uh, in character in Fellow Travelers. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. It's a good show. I recommend. Um, but, like, so when you you call this a celebrity crush, did you suspect that, you, that it was a same-sex attraction? Um, or did you just pass it off as whatever? More pass it off than really thought much about it. Um, looking back on that time, even not too long ago, it was more uh, by curiosity than really accepting that there could be something else there. Well, I mean... I to be fair, by curiosity is a thing, and it does happen. Um, so it's not out of our own possibilities that that could have been what it was, but now you know it isn't. Or I guess you haven't for a while. Um, but how about someone that you knew? Was there anyone that you knew that you perhaps had this weird feeling towards of the same sex that you were attracted to romantically or physically? Um but maybe wouldn't allow yourself to see it for quite a few years there's my now fiance oh and define quite a few years for seven years not we were doing things sexually but i wasn't allowing myself to really explore that side of my mind oh so like in your mind you were telling yourself what were you telling yourself? Uh, pretty much telling myself that I was straight and whatever there was going on there was just kind of chalked it up to by curiosity that even though I was continuing to do it and there was an interest there, I just didn't really tap into it. Well, was there anyone else that maybe you weren't doing things with, but you were like, oh, wow, this 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 dude just gets me going or something i don't know <laughs> um there have been a couple of people especially looking back now um where there definitely could have been more of that attraction that i just kind of saw more as i think they're cool i think okay interesting well Okay, and growing up, uh, d did you have any family members or friends that weren't straight or, or cis that you, you know, surrounded yourself with um, at uh, all? Definitely not in the family. Okay. There were a couple of kids in school, but not really anyone who was openly with that uh, that I surrounded myself with. And you come from a fairly small town. 
very small. That was connected to another town that was also very small. So total population from what we chatted about before was about probably combined 10,500 people. Uh, yeah, combined. In a Republican state, correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you, do you think it would have been different for you um, to accept that part of yourself uh, had you grown up with people in your family that were not straight or... Um, uh, you know had a lot of friends that weren't do you think that would have affected your ability to accept who you were oh i'm sure it would have uh there just was a lot of not visible homophobia but it was more just in the air kind of feeling of it like toxic masculinity and a man has to be a man are you do you mean like that kind of values there and such. yeah there was that um it did in a sense get better with time but it was definitely still there like there is a gap between say my grandpa with my dad but there's even a bigger gap between dad to me well i mean this leads nicely into my next question really but i mean uh, that probably contributed a lot to, you know, having difficulty. But w is there anything else you think that made it more difficult, you know, to accept this part of you? As it's, it is a big part of who you are. It's a big part of your being. So to suppress it for so long, what what all do you really think went into that? You know, if we were to just kind of go into that a little bit more than we just did. Uh... I mean, a lot of things that I was exposed to, there wasn't really a lot of media portrayal, I would say, of uh, LGBTQ plus things growing up, especially wasn't popular really in school to have around, I guess. Oh, no. I mean, well, and I'm also sure that even if there were films or TV shows that portrayed same-sex relationships, they probably weren't talked about amongst your friend group. Um, yeah, no. Um, it was later with, like, my fiancé and that friend group that we really talked about it more. So you were kind of sheltered, I guess, then and in, in in relation to what it meant to even be in a same-sex relationship it sounds like in a way yeah um i mean my mom would openly talk to me about it if asked but it wasn't really presented to me in any way like this is an okay thing okay that's interesting um i mean have you told your family? Yeah. Um, both my parents were had the kind of reaction of, if you're happy, we're happy. Um, well, who did you come out to first? My mom. I didn't have a doubt that she would be okay with it. Uh, a bit more nervous with my dad and his reaction. His, he did have a smaller reaction, like less to say about it. Okay. Um, anyone else that you came out to in your family that you were scared to come out to? Recently, I did with my grandpa. Oh. 
and he had a lot more of a well <laughs> you're happy over there but just kind of don't talk to me about it so like that lifestyle as if it is lifestyle yeah um like he doesn't he even said he doesn't really understand it and doesn't really seem to be wanting to understand it so not really much to talk to him about there no i mean i remember when i came out to my dad who had me when he was 50 so you know old school born in 47 and mm -hmm. he initially had not so great of a reaction but not so bad of one and then later on he just accepted me which was great and my mom accepted me and i mean my half sister is a lesbian so i guess it runs in the family <laughs> um uh and so going back to the small town and everything what state we already established it was republican but what state did you grow up in idaho idaho yes. uh what region north idaho so almost hit the canadian border okay so so not only republican but very not just republican small but also very much rooted and i mean i believe places down there have confederate flags yeah uh, i mean there were confederate flags and american flags uh, um tied to people's trucks as they were going down the street kind of thing in what way do you think that that environment in general affected your mindset as a human being, not just with your sexuality, as a man, you know? Uh, a lot of repression with that um, toxic masculinity that seeped in that I didn't really realize started to affect me. How? Um... Well, like, in high school, at the beginning of high school, I was a lot more comfortable, like, joking around with guy friends about that kind of thing. Like uh, locker room talk? In a way, or just uh, even actually being in a locker room and being naked in front of other guys uh -huh. really should be normal. Right, of course. After a while, it just kind of got to be that thing where it just felt more uncomfortable, um... Kids were like that weird when they did that kind of thing, like after basketball or whatever. I mean, in my school, we didn't have a locker room, so mm -hmm. uh, never had to deal with that. Um, um, so in your journey, which we haven't really dived into in the particulars, you know, not 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 a lot anyways, we've covered the surface. I'd say we've scratched the sur surface, but... Is there someone that helped any particular person that really helped you with this? I mean, you mentioned your fiance. How did he help other than provide um, sexual gratification, I guess? He helped me accept myself a lot more. Um, just helped me with a lot of self-reflection that was very much needed in order for me to accept myself and i'm sure seeing portrayals of same-sex relationships on tv and and movies really also helped with that and i'm sure there were a lot of stereotypes in your mind that dissipated once you realized the actual truth of it sure yeah um 
in one movie that comes to my mind immediately is uh, Call Me By Your Name. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. Um, I know you're a fan of Grey's. We talked about that yeah. briefly beforehand. And uh, there's a plot line with one of the main characters realizing that she's bisexual and it freaks her out. Yep. Um, my fiance is actually related me to that character because of that Callie yeah yeah okay that makes sense was there any uh particular person perhaps that did the opposite for you that maybe held you back in terms of accepting who you were in that way or you felt they didn't want you to accept that part of yourself there i mean you don't have to get specific you know yeah um i mean in a way uh I mean, religion can definitely play a part in that kind of thing, <laughs> especially uh, up north. Of course. Um, it was, there hasn't really been anyone that's outwardly been, this is the problem kind of thing. Towards you. Yeah, anyway. about like that subject. Right. But... Yeah, definitely the underlying tone seemed to be about that. With one particular person, anyways? Uh, one that comes to my mind. Um, but yeah, there are others, like um, Grandpa kind of thing. Um, but yeah. Okay, so you told me that you are engaged. Um... And you guys fold around a bit for how, how many years, did you say? Uh, well, about seven before really officially getting together. Okay. And um, you guys are now engaged. Uh, have you been with any other guys? Him and I have had threesomes throughout that. Before that, I did have a couple of encounters that were yeah a few years before i even met him and let's you know bisexuality is one side of the coin let's flip it and go to your straight experiences um so you've been with a few guys have you been with more women than men uh sexually i should say sexually I haven't exactly counted, but actually, well, now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably more even now, <laughs> really. Um, and you know, there's all that stuff in a Republican state. I can, I can, I can definitely understand that. There's this air that suffocates you without you realizing it, it goes into your subconscious and it becomes okay to goggle at women to kind of objectify them to just kind of be a creep in a way you know you have to steer away from that and that can be very difficult especially if you're not looking outwardly and inwardly and so why don't you now pull out the tissues or your eyes not the other thing and why don't you get a bit more in depth about, you know, how you were 
what how do you think that this really maybe affected your self-esteem your self-image when you were rejecting it you know have you done things that you regretted due to the fact that you were scared or not aware you were by and so on and so forth uh there was a lot of i mean well it goes into the repression thing but a lot of denial mm -hmm. um with my fiance actually um quite a few years ago now there was a sexual experience that went farther and from that i basically cut him off as a friend during oh. that time and that was one instance um i've actually done that twice that was in the same kind of realm like when it came to being um in the same sex uh i can't think of the words uh, it can be a bit difficult to discuss these things that and just finding the yeah finding the words for it um because it was a confusing time right well okay then when did you really know that you were for sure attracted to 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 men when did you accept it how did you get there really i mean you've kind of already explained how you got there i guess but what cemented it for you If you can think of any particular moment, or it could just be a buildup of things. I think it was more of a progression. There were definitely highlights that made it more um, accepting. Uh, there was a time after having sex with my fiance before that, uh, before we got together, mm -hmm. that... I very much accepted that I had romantic feelings for him. And I kind of had the mindset of they're there somewhere. I don't really think that they're going to come to the surface, but it's there. Uh, eventually they did come to the surface. I didn't really think that they would. But... I would hope so, considering you're engaged. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, couple years after that i think um is when we really got together a couple years and a few months or something um oh you're so romantic oh i know <laughs> um and do you, are you aware of the stigma regarding bisexuality even within the community yeah um i mean i've heard about it from him as well uh but you haven't faced it yourself, really? No, I haven't. Um, I mean, the first thing that was outwardly towards me was actually when we got engaged. Mm -hmm. uh, when I proposed, there was a bicyclist that came by and yelled out a, 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 a derogatory word. And, for a same sex? Yep. And oh. uh, we just laughed it off. Was, was it, it after he said yes? Yes, it was. 
and we yeah he said yes we kissed and we're hugging and then that's when cyclist <laughs> came by said it and, <laughs> oh my god uh yeah that was the first and time that's happened okay so that's more of a same sex you know issue i guess than a bisexuality one although yeah that's splitting hairs there um and i'm sorry for this question because it's a bit outdated but it trails off nicely from what we were just discussing but you said you're engaged which i'm assuming means marriage and would you guys be monogamous this isn't the outdated question i'm just wondering are you wanting monogamy or polyamorous relationship or open or what i would like a monogamous relationship and so do you believe that you this is the outdated question do you believe you'd be okay never being with a woman again yeah i would be fine with that i mean it's he is my person and that's all that matters because there are a lot of people out there who believe people who are bisexual either are more prone to cheating or just haven't made up their mind or you know even in the lgbtqia plus community which is very interesting to me because it's those are the same type of things that are said about people when they first come out and their parents are homophobic they're like oh it's just a phase you haven't decided yet you're just testing it out and they're like oh you're just by curious and yet and, and they know how that feels but yet they project that onto bisexuals not not all of them of course not i don't mean all of them i just mean the ones who do i just find that very fascinating and sad if i'm being honest yeah so and about that what do you think about people who say that this is just a phase who would call it a phase uh, just kind of what i was saying in the very beginning of not understanding um so do your research Pretty much, yeah. Read more about it, listen to more things about it like this. Right, not just some guy who rambles about masculinity and all this other stuff. Because there, there are uh, gay guys and stuff that do have podcasts or YouTube channels like that, even, you know, uh, similar to the ones that are... <laughs> I don't even want to get into that, really, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, And... So, this has been pretty much the service level, and I'm going to ask if you have any advice for someone who's currently struggling with their sexuality, and then with that, after that, if you wouldn't mind just kind of discussing the, 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 the things that kind of upset you, if there are any, about being bi or about the struggle of accepting it, and then also how much joy you found once you did accept it so let's just start off with advice for someone who's struggling who's currently struggling with their sexuality if yeah. you have any um, if not that's fine i mean there's the i would say the internet it can be a wonderful place to find people who are going through the same things as you are um i mean i'm still experiencing like finding things out about myself that um, are that I would say is just it's a journey right and I mean not to interject to interrupt I should say but I'm going to inter interject and what about those who 
are just pushing this away, pushing this into their subconscious? Or do you have any advice into how to bring that more to the forefront to even want to, to research it themselves? Because there are people who are in such deep denial that, as you once were, it sounds like, they wouldn't even try to research. They wouldn't even try to see if they were gay or bi or any of the anything other than straight yeah um there definitely was a time where i wasn't open with any of it yeah even exploring right really um so if someone's there what what is there anything that you could suggest for that maybe widen your friend circle a bit maybe yeah um i was very very fortunate in finding people who were patient with me and helping me with like through that that's good that is always good um and you know through that it's i mean my own journey it wasn't that complicated i just woke up and was like oh i like i like men and and women uh for a while i thought i was just gay but then i realized i was also bi um for me it was like things would happen i'd be like maybe and then i'd be like go back to no and then i think maybe until eventually it was just yes it just really (laughs) fascinates me how how much anyone with any subject but particularly sexuality can suppress it so much in their psyche that I mean, you, you even know about this uh, from stuff like fellow travelers. The people who make laws, a lot of times you'll find out they themselves, the ones who are pushing against gay rights and trans rights, are in fact themselves gay or somehow involved in the community. I don't even want to put it that way, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, there are a lot of people who... Turn on themselves, but through other people. Yeah, they're very homophobic, but then it turns out that's because they just can't accept that they themselves like other men or or other women or, women or, or yeah. you know. Because I mean, I we've seen it in history predominantly with men, but that's because we've predominantly only let men be in power. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, and there are so many things that you know. Going back to fellow travelers that I learned in there that throughout that happened in our history that I had no idea even occurred. Yeah, that that was definitely a very informative show. And it's like, why aren't we teaching that in schools and everything? I think if we did that, that would help a lot of people be able to find out their sexuality or or at least be able to explore that side of them uh, without fearing judgment, without fearing thinking that something's wrong with them or that they're broken or anything like that, you know? And with all these new laws coming out that are so restrictive, it's getting easier to be able to be comfortable with your sexuality, I think, for the majority um, of the world. But at the same time, for some places, it's getting harder. And I'm worried that it might become even more difficult because of these laws could be i mean we just have to keep on talking about it i mean like i said and asked earlier well like i asked earlier do you think if you had learned about all these things throughout school about the history of what it was like for for same-sex relationships and all that do you think 
you would have had an easier time just recognizing the signs in, inside of yourself. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, it's... There, I mean, there are many stories that go into same-sex relationships without going to the complete sexual part of it. Right, and that's a lot of things people focus on as well is, is the sex part of it and like, oh, that's gross. But I mean, if you think about it, once gay sex used to be or even relationships being gay used to be illegal you could go to jail for it and then so as soon as that stopped and it wasn't legal anymore i mean of course you were gonna you know go out and have sex everywhere you know fire island and all this kind of crazy party stuff because they've been they had been suppressed Mm -hmm. oppressed for so long Mm -hmm. And so you just, a lot of people just kind of hear about that and they're like, oh, wow, gays only want sex or bi's only want sex. They just, that you know, and they'll cheat. And some of the people do think that. And, and you know, I'm not going to lie. I even thought for a while that that made up the majority of our community. But in fact, it's a very small portion, especially especially nowadays. Yeah, it's From just, my experience. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I've, met same-sex couples that are just monogamous they just love each other right it's a relationship and of course there's nothing wrong with being polyamorous or open it's just you know we're no most people anyways most of us are not any longer going to fire island to hook up uh, you know in between the trees and (laughs) and stuff like that i don't know maybe it's still going on uh it sounds like a fun time i don't i'm not judging those who did it who do it or did it I'm just saying it's it's not the majority. And uh, people, I believe, maybe should stop looking at it in such a gross light and think more of why it came to that, what preceded it before it exploded yeah. sexually and provocatively. And then nowadays, it's just, it's generational trauma, in my opinion, as to why certain people are homophobic and as to why maybe you even suppressed it for so long yeah i mean even I mean, my parents have never outwardly done anything that's against being gay but there was still that worry there's i mean it's uh, yeah it's just uh an in the air kind of thing that isn't spoken exactly right so if you had kids i mean do you plan on having kids i'm not currently Okay, well, if you did have kids, what would you, and say you were you were with a female, what would you, how would you raise them in regards to same sex? Would you sit them down and discuss, you know, like it's okay if you're having these feelings and thoughts, if you want to talk about them, you can. Do you think that would have been helpful for you, for anyone else, just have that, have that, you know, kind of rapport with your with your parents? I think it would have, and I certainly hope that I would if I was in that position. I mean, there are... One thing that keeps on coming to my mind is this children's book about two male penguins who raised uh, an egg. Yeah. Um, And it's a real story, which I find interesting. Adorable. Yeah. uh, I mean, there are, you know, gay everywhere. It feels the world. It's 
There all, are rainbows everywhere. Yeah, there are at all uh, animals everywhere that that happens with too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always just about dominance. Yeah, uh, but the two male penguins. Yeah, the two male penguins. They had this egg. It was a female penguin, and it actually grew up to like female penguins, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an actual true story, which I know I've already said, but it's. I mean, that's something that's looked down upon now in some schools like they don't want to introduce that um i mean it's interesting because while it's necessary it's needed you know we talk about slavery we talk about black history we talk about a lot of those things but um we don't talk about gay history in school mm -hmm. and we don't introduce that same-sex penguin book which doesn't get into anything inappropriate for people for any type of children ages you know and it's just in my opinion and actually no not just my opinion it's just ridiculous (laughs) i'm just gonna say that that's not my opinion that's just it is it's ridiculous um and i know that you were nervous about coming up on here and discussing this a bit, yes. <laughs> I'd say a bit more than a bit. But uh, I really am glad that you did decide to. Uh, there was a lot more that we probably could have touched on. Is there anything else you'd like to add or go into since this is your first time on? I know that maybe perhaps we did only touch the surface, which maybe our commenter, our listeners can comment and let us know about. Mm-hmm. But I fumbled on my words there. Don't mind me. Just, you know. Um, I mean, main thing is just, people can't see your hand movements, by the way. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, try to look inward and look at your actions and what they're really telling you i mean there's a lot of psychology that goes into what you do and then what you're able to just look back on and ask why was i doing that right in your first sexual experience with a guy when you were a bit more grown up you i remember before this you told me it didn't exactly feel right so you can still have that experience where it doesn't feel right because your brain's telling you it doesn't feel right yeah but it actually is right. And you just, it's because your subconscious is telling you this is wrong. And that goes into, like we discussed, generational trauma, where you grew up. Well, in that case, where you are growing up. And just those who surround you and what you're seeing. Yeah, there's uh, there are a lot of different voices from all these different people that can be in your head of, like from society or from oh, parents yeah. or yeah from family friends small comments of making fun of certain things that make you think oh okay that so what i'm feeling is wrong because they said this thing and abc all the way to you know yeah z and, and basically might, yeah and you might not consciously be really thinking about that but right you might just go from a to z in your mind consciously yeah. but subconsciously there's so much there's so many more layers there yeah well anyways um maybe next time we'll get a little bit more in depth but you are glad that you have realized who you are right oh yes how do you think your life would look today if you hadn't realized it 
who do you think you'd be? Like, what would the main difference be? Of course, other than being engaged to someone who is also a man. More pent up. Um, less willing to truly explore myself. Yeah. And do you think you'd be, do you think that would cause you to be more depressed, less happy, less fulfilled, or do you think you wouldn't even notice? I mean, more than likely more depressed. I mean, if you suppress a part of yourself, that's going to make you depressed and it's going to come out in some way. Yeah, that is very much the truth. And uh, so... For the third time, I'm going to thank you for coming on here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And maybe we'll have you back. And uh, for people who are listening, if there are any specific questions, anything you'd like to know, any kind of advice, just uh, comment. Uh, I will have an Instagram page coming up. This is the first podcast I'm recording. I am unsure if this is the first one I'm putting up yet. But either way... This is my guest, Khan, and this was uh, in regards to sexuality. So I hope that you have a good day, and till next time. If you are struggling with your sexuality whatsoever, have any questions, any doubts, anything of that nature, there are so many hotlines available, and some of them, there's the Trevor Project, which you text START to 678-678, or call 1-866-488-7386. That's for the Trevor Project, as I mentioned. The general LGBT hotline, you can call at 888-843-4564, And that's open from Monday to Friday from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time. And for coming out support, you can call 888-688-5428. And that is open Monday through Friday from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. Saturday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time, once again. And for the trans hotline, you can call 1-877-565-8860, and that is open 24-7. If you are in crisis or feel suicidal whatsoever, you can always call that call or text that hotline anytime, which is 988. Thank you so much, and I hope that this helps.